Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast, a podcast where we talk farming, business, marketing, strategy. If it helps us farm better or market our farms better, we're probably going to talk about it on here, and today is no different. The other day, I was working cattle. I've got a really good cattle dog. At least I think she's really good. I can put her at a gate and she'll hold cattle for me. She she doesn't gather yet, but she she does a real good job holding and she'll help me push. I can hit her on cattle and she'll go up and grab them and, and come right back. I mean, she's a really good dog. Anyway, so I'm over there working and I've got her holding holding a herd back from a gate. And I, I can't close the gate for, you know, whatever reason. And I'm trying to hurry up because they're getting a little pushy and she's holding them back good. But... I'm hurrying up, and a friend of mine's there with me helping, and he looks at me, and he gives me some advice that I have given people literally countless times. I've literally given this to people countless times, and I I, I stopped for a second. I said, you dummy, you're not even taking your own advice, and it kind of made me laugh, and I kind of kind of stopped and, and, and took my own advice given to me by my friend, and, you know, it it, it works. It just works. And it helps us, it helps us in all, in a lot of different areas, not just marketing and business, but it helps us in, in life. It helps us in, you know, especially if you're a competitor. So anyway, let's get into it. I have a love-hate relationship with marketing. Really? I've got to do what? All I want to do is farm. Welcome to the SI Farmer Podcast. If you want to market your farm, farm-based business, or craft food business directly to the consumer, this is the place for you. Welcome to the show. So there I am hurrying it up and we make these ratchet straps we we actually cut the hooks off of one end of a ratchet we make big ones and little ones i keep three or four of them in my truck most of the time they're they're just really cool because we take just a regular old ratchet strap and we cut the hook side off of the ratchet and we take the long end and we cut the hook off of it and then we sew it back to the ratchet so literally the ratchet just ratchets to its strap we call it a we call it a, a, a loop ratchet i don't know what 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 you'd call it but it basically just loops to itself, so you can ratchet gate, you can ratchet panels shut, you can ratchet, you know, it's just it's just a handy little thing that we we make here on the farm. When they get really small, they're hard to pull apart. So I'm I'm in this pen in this barn. We've we've you know I've got I'm taking some panels down because I've got to get in there, and I've got my dog holding the cattle, and I'm trying to hurry up to get this ratchet undone, and I'm yanking and pulling and trying to force it apart, and my friend looks at me, he's standing there watching, and he says, slow down. And I stopped and laughed for a second because I have told people for years, and I've gotten this advice myself for years, and it's really good advice, and it's slow down. If you want to go faster in doing something, slow down. So I stopped, and I slowed down, and sure enough, Within about five, 10 seconds, I had it apart, had everything done. Everything worked out great. But that advice is, man, it's, it, it's, you don't think about it. You, we don't think about how we learn very often. You know, when you sit back and, and try to understand how we absorb information and then apply it to our lives, we learn however we learn, we learn it, and then we move on. But understanding how we learn something is critical. I'll give a great example is years ago, I was, my kids were little and they were team roping and my good friend looks at me and says, well, you ought to learn. And I had ridden before, but I had never roped. So I started and I worked for months and got my swing down and 
you know, finally I, I found myself a good head horse and I bought myself a head horse and I went in there and I backed into the box the first time on live cattle. And I'll never forget this because I really, it was one of the first, it was the first time in a long time where I was learning something completely new, completely foreign to me. I had never done. And so I back into the box and I'm ready. I nod my head. They loose the steer. We, my, me and my, my team rope and partner, we run out and, and at the end of the run, I don't remember whether I caught or missed. I could not tell you what happened in the run. Everything happened so fast that I couldn't process it all. And I think that when we, when we talk about the, you know, how we learn, we, we, we think about, well, the first time you do something, man, it's so complicated and our brain's really trying to catch up and figure out what happened. Well, after about, you know, a hundred runs or so, now I can tell you footstep by footstep what goes on in my run. And so when you back into the box, you go, I can tell you, well, I was a little bit late coming out of the car. I saw, saw, you know, saw a neck around or saw a hip around or whatever I, I was looking for. You know, I can tell you whether I, 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 when I threw and what stride, you know, you can talk about those things because now you've learned it so well. And I don't say I'm a good team rope, not even close. I'm still a beginner years into it. I'm still a beginner, but you can talk about it because you, you start to understand it. And I, tell you, I give this advice to young producers and engineers because I still do a lot of producing and engineering and, uh, in, the, in the media industry. And I give young producers this advice all the time. And it's, it is always, and we got this advice from our grandparents, I'm sure. It is almost always faster to do it right the first time than it is to do it fast, screw it up, and then have to do it a second time. Almost always faster. In fact, I would say 99.9% of the time it's faster. Sometimes you have to slow down to do that. And that's where the, the phrase slow down to go fast. When you're learning something new, when we are, you know, for a lot of people, a lot of the guys that I know that I talk to about marketing, they're, they're, they've got good businesses, but they're trying to market them and take them to the next level. And my advice is slow down, you'll go faster. So take your time. When you're, you know, the first time you have to, you know, we talk a lot about in our, in our community about, uh, producing, you know, I call it producing. You're, you're just shooting a commercial for your, you're shooting a video about your business or you're shooting a video. Well, for most people, this is a new thing and there's getting the phone, you know, if you're shooting on a smartphone, for example, if you're shooting with your phone and then you've got to think about the video and do you have it framed right? So does your video look good on the phone? And you're worried about the technology because you want to make sure you're shooting in the right modes and how's your audio and, you know, how's this going to cut because you got to edit it. Slow down. Take a few extra minutes. Make sure you've got things right. Take a few extra takes. Slow down to go faster. And... As you get better and you get more experience, then you go faster because you're understanding what you're doing. You know what you, you know, you, you've, you've gone through this process, but you can't, you can't just jump in and do it lickety split because you're, you have to learn. And the process of learning and how we learn and understanding how we learn, and I don't care whether you're talking about team roping or uh, you know, you're learning production or you're learning to market or, you know, for me, learning to farm. And I've made some big mistakes. I, you know, that's why I, 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 you know, I teach marketing and not farming. 
you know, I'm still learning farming. And most guys I know say I'll never learn it all. And uh, man, the more I learn, the more I know, the more I know that I don't know. But that that understanding of how we learn and then how we apply our learning to what we're doing is it's critical. And it's almost always when you think you're when you feel like you're rushing is when you got to back off. Slow down, take a breath, and then you can go, you'll end up going faster. Um, like I said, I give this advice a lot to producers. Uh, when I say producers, producers and engineers in the media industry, um, when they come to me to ask how, how to do something, how to shoot something, how to record something, how to, you know, any of the how, you know, those type of things. Because I've been doing this, been doing production and engineering and marketing, you know, and in that the marketing world since I was in my twenties and I'm a little older than that now. And, but the advice is still the same. And when we learn new things, for example, I mean, a real good example, and this one cost me a ton of money. I mean, a ton. And it was a big, I got uh, some ground locally uh, late in the year, I picked it up on a, on a lease and I got it really late in the year. And what I did was I rushed to get seed in it and get it cleaned up and get it fertilized and all this stuff. And because of the timing and the weather and everything, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't get it in in the fall. So I'm rushing, rushing, and then all of a sudden I couldn't get it in in the fall. And so I put a crop of alfalfa in, in the spring which around here is a bad thing because I could, I could never get ahead of the weed problem. 180, 170, 180, almost 200 acres of alfalfa went in the ground and didn't harvest a bit of it first year. Could never get ahead of the weed problem. Never get ahead of the weed problem. So I ended up mowing this 170 acres every 24 days, whatever it was, to keep the weeds from going to seed. And now we, you know, to hope to get it the next year. And it was a big, expensive problem. And what I should have done had I had half a brain in my head and had I, you know, had I slowed down was instead of rushing and rushing and rushing to get it planted in the, in the spring, I should have, with hindsight, had I slowed down, said, you know what, just put it in grass. We can let the broadleaves come in. We can use a broadleaf killer. Kill those off, harvest the, the grass hay for a year, burn the grass off, come back with alfalfa. Would have been easy. Easy peasy. Wouldn't have had such a huge loss. But live and learn. But I tried to hurry up. I tried to rush, rush, rush because of the way the seasons happened, because when I got the ground, because of trying to get it in, I rushed and it made cost me a lot of money. A lot of money. Not only in the seed cost, which seed's expensive, really, really expensive. Fertilizers, which I didn't lose the fertilizer, It'll, you know, because it, I didn't take anything off. I, I mowed it down and mulched it back into the grass, but, you know, mulched it back in. So hopefully, you know, I don't lose, I didn't lose fertilizer and I don't lose it, but, you know, it's still an expense and a loss in that year. It's a huge loss. But and I slowed down, said, you know what, let's take a step back. 
I'd have been, I'd have been fine. It'd have been easy. But life's not always easy. And when you make mistakes, just take a step back. And instead of getting mad about them, which I did, I got mad about that one because big mistake. But to take a step back and say, you know, I could get mad or I can learn from it. And what I learned was, again, lesson uh, advice that I give to people all the time that I should have taken in my farming. I'd have been, you know, things would have been a lot better. But now I learned again. I, I learned. But I learned. One of the things I learned is learn how you learn. I mean, understanding how you process information, understanding how, you know, and another thing that, you know, I, I try to tell young guys because, you know, when you're young, you know everything. I did anyway. I, I knew everything. But slow down. Take advice from people that have been there before. I, uh, you know, whether you use it or not, it's information. You assimilate it. You think about it. You make, you know, tell you, that's how business works. It's how farming works. Take all the information you can get. You put it in the pot and you cook it around. And then you make a decision. And you live with that decision. And that's what I did with the, with, with that 200 acres of alfalfa. I took all the information in. Guys telling me, well, I wouldn't plant in the spring. Some guys saying, you know, I, I, I planted in the spring and it's been successful. Um, you know, all it, all the advice to from the seed man, from the seed companies to the, the agronomists to everything, and then I made a decision and I went with it. And man, it cooked me. I learned. But one of the things I learned was slow down. Had I slowed down, been better. And so you know, we apply this to our business in the sense of, especially when you're marketing a business. I had a person come to me the other day. And I'll, I'll kind of how we apply this to our business. And one of the things they said was they they run a small business and it's a pretty successful business, but it's small. I mean, less than less than fifty employees, less than that. Less, but I think they're like twenty employees. But they're trying to do everything, and it's none of it is going right. None of it's going well. They're you know they're trying to do three or four different types of social media. They're trying to do. Uh, I think it was YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter and TikTok. And then they're trying to do email marketing and they're trying to do, and none of it's going well. And one of the things I told them was better off do something well than add to it. So, you know, pull back, pull back. Don't try to do everything. Try to do something until you understand it and you're comfortable with it and you can you can do it well and then add something else and in their in their case i i suggested i said you know what pull back pick one social media the one that you are having the most success with and try to get try to do well at that don't ignore the others make some posts from time to time so you stay active but don't try to post three times a week to everything because what ends up happening is it just fails because you can't do everything right. And until you understand how to do one thing right, you know, you, um, you, you have to, you have to sort of back up and say, okay, let's do one thing really well. And then we'll add to it. And so take, take a quarter, take three months 
and just focus on one piece of social media, one of the one platform. I don't care what it is. I don't care which one, whichever one you think your your business is doing well and is the the most successful for you. Let's start with that. You're already doing something right. Let's let's kind of figure that out and, you know, take a stab at that. So focus on it. If you want to post three times a week, great. Post three times a week. If you don't post one time a week, but make that post count and do that by learning. Get into the numbers. Don't just post for posting's sake. Don't don't always post just because, you know, I, this is one I see a lot of businesses doing it. Posting because it's what you want your customers to do. And I see this uh, all the time. It's, you know, come buy our product or come come get our service because we, you know, we're we're offering this special. And that's great. We call that transactional post, transactional, right? You're wanting the customer to do something. And that's fine from time to time. But we have to, and I use this phrase, I've used it in a couple of courses now, and I, I, it's, it's a great way to think of it. You got to walk around the counter, stand on the other side of the counter and be the customer for a little bit. And you should be posting things that bring your customer value. Now, sometimes that value can be a transactional post. So come on in. But more often than not, we have to, you know, we have to look at the numbers to see what we do right. And we can't just post what we want because it's what we want. We have to, we can look at numbers in any of the social media, go in, look at your, you know, one of the things I, I've given advice is, you know, I call it a social media audit. Go back, look at your, look at your post and say, which one did I do well? Which one is doing well? So if I if I look at my 10 most recent posts, and in the technical terms, we call it engagement, but you can go in and say, how many likes, shares, comments did I get? And then take that format of what did I post? What was that? Was it a cute picture of a puppy or was it a business picture saying, you know, we have this for, you know, we're offering this or was it a uh, uh, a picture of you know, an introduction to a, an employee, you know, introducing your, your team to your customers. What was it and wh why was it successful? And then find a way to repeat that because repeat what works, you know, if it works, double down on it and make it better. But again, it's slowing down to learn. So when we, when we think about how we're, you know, how we're marketing our business, we have to slow down. And think about things a little bit differently in how we, how we approach our businesses, how we approach our marketing. Slow down a little bit. Do, do one thing really well, then add something to it. Because when you're doing it really well, you sort of understand it. You sort of get the grasp of it. Add something to it. Slow down with that. Learn it. Understand it. And it, it'll, it'll go faster. It'll go easier, smoother. You'll get better at it. And that advice, again, from me trying to yank that strap off of a gate was slow down to go fast. When you slow down, think about things. Think about how we learn. Think about how we approach problems. And then come back with a plan by looking at the numbers, by looking at whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, look at it, 
come up with a, a little mini plan in your head of how you're going to attack that problem and then attack it. And when you're done, analyze it. And, and I'll tell you this, when my kids rodeo, my kids, when my kids were growing up and they were rodeoing, one of the things we would do is the first thing I would ask them when they got out of the arena was, okay, let's talk about your run while it's fresh in your head. Talk about it. What did you do right? What did you do wrong? And my kids would always, you know, it's hard in that moment when things are going so fast, but when you force yourself to think about that run right away, you think about it coming out and you're saying, you know what? Did this really well. Man, I, but I didn't get my rope up fast enough. Or we do it when we work cattle. Every time we get work cattle, what worked, what didn't work. We had a, you know, crazy mama went over a gate a couple weeks ago. I mean, she just, all of a sudden she was going in smooth. Everything was going good. And all of a sudden she just turned and panicked, went over a gate, almost got somebody hurt. And so when we're done, we're like, what did we do right? What, what, what did we do wrong? Is there a problem with the facility? Do we have sight lines wrong? Did we push her wrong? You know, not, when I say push, we walk behind them and kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And push them into, you know, push them down alleyways and, you know, what do you do? Do you, you know, did we do anything wrong? And that's an ant that we analyze that because we talk about it right when it happened, because it helps us learn, understand what we do right, understand what we do wrong, so we can fix it in the next time, fix it in the next one. So, you know, with that, that's pretty much what I had for today is slow down to go fast. And it really, really works. Take my advice, even if I don't take it myself. And you know, somebody needs to give me that advice every once in a while. Have a blessed day. Good luck and God bless.